0: CHAPTER NINE OF THE BROKEN NURSERY BY GRACE AND Harold JOHNSON This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Maria Therese. Nine. In spite of knowing that he didn't have to report for work Saturday morning, Sam Brighton was at the station by 9.30. He had to know how the investigation was progressing, and he wanted to help any way he could. Chief Wilkes was in the doorway of his private office. As soon as he saw Sam, he said, "'Come in a minute. I want to talk to you.' Before he went to his desk, he shut the outer door. "'Have a seat, Sam. If your feet hurt like mine in this hot weather, you'll want to sit.' "'Mine hurt all the time. Winter or summer,' Sam said, forcing a light laugh, as he took the chair beside Wilkes' desk. "'Flatfoot is a good name for us.' "'Yeah.' "'How's your mother standing up under this?' "'Better than I thought.' It was a great shock, of course, but Mom's been through a lot, and has courage and faith. Wilkes nodded in agreement. Sure is tough on her at her age. Sam looked around the room as Wilkes hesitated. What was the chief thinking? He hadn't asked him into his office just to talk generalities. What was he stalling for? Sam knew the routine, but couldn't understand why Wilkes was using it on him. After a minute, Wilkes got up from his chair and walked to the open window where he sat on the ledge. This bit of breeze coming in sure feels good. There's one point I'd like to clear up with you, Sam, about last night's investigation. You said Vera Brighton told you she'd gone into the movie, took a seat in the back row, and that a few minutes later Clayton Stoll came in, saw her, and took the seat next to her. Right? That's what she said. You're sure? I'm positive. Hmm. She told us another story. She claimed she went into the movie, saw Stoll in the back row, and joined him. "'Wonder why she changed her story,' Sam said. "'That's what I'd like to know.' "'What does Stoll say?' "'His story agrees with what he told Davis and me, "'that he was in the theater first, and she came in and sat beside him.' "'Wilkes looked closely at Sam Brighton. "'You sure you got your version straight, that Stoll came in after she did?' "'That's what she told me.' "'Wilkes frowned. "'You made a mistake, Sam, in questioning her alone.' You know you should have had someone with you. Now we have two stories of what happened at the theater, which is the true one. Brooks paused a second, then added, What'd you go out there for, anyway? I thought you'd gone home. I did go home, but after a while I left Mom with Aunt Laura and drove out to Vera's. After all, she was my brother's wife. It wouldn't have looked right if I didn't go. Sure, Sam, I'll agree on that, that you should have gone to see her, but not in an official capacity. You shouldn't have questioned her without someone from the force with you. I see that now, Chief, but I knew she'd been in the bank building, and I thought I'd find out why. Wilkes looked at him closely. You suspect her? Sam couldn't answer that question with a yes or no. He moistened his lips quickly. They were so dry that he felt they'd crack if he spoke again. Everyone that was in the building last night is under suspicion, including myself. Wilkes' face remained expressionless. He stood up from sitting on the window ledge and moved slowly back to his desk. I don't want you to interview anyone else without someone from here with you, understand? Not because you are, as you say, under suspicion, but because it might get us all balled up, like this bit of information about Mrs. Brighton. It leaves us holding the bag. You see my point? Sam nodded. Sure, Chief, but I want you to realize that I've got to find Wally's murderer if it's the last thing I do. I know, Sam, but we've got to do this as a team. It's the only way to get results. We've cracked other cases by working together, and we can crack this one, too. It's my duty to push this probe, same as it would be your duty, if you were in my place, Sam. The same routine has to be gone through, regardless of who was in the building and who has to be questioned. Friendship can't hold up the investigation— This is either suicide or murder, and either way it must be cleared up. You see my point? Sure, Chief, you've got a job to do. I understand. Coming back to Mrs. Brighton, she's been going out with Stoll, hasn't she? Wilkes added. They're old friends. How much going out she did, I don't know. We're checking into it. Sam was thoughtful for a moment, then he asked— If Vera got to the theater before Stoll, like she told me, where had he been immediately before that? We're checking on that. Stoll said he got downtown and parked his car around 8 o'clock in the lot in back of the railroad station. The attendant says that's fairly close, as well as he can remember. Stoll said he walked slowly up the street, looked into store windows. He bought a magazine at the newsstand on Main and Parkwood. That checks, too. Charlie wasn't sure just what time he sold the magazine but said it was around eight. Then Stoll said he went to the movie. He didn't tell us, however, that he went into the Baxter Drug Store in the Merchant's Bank building. Sam looked at Wilkes expectantly. What time? The clerk in the store couldn't remember exactly. Same answer. Around eight. One clerk says Stoll was looking at magazines for a while. I thought he just bought one at the newsstand at Parkwood. Yeah, I know. Did Fisher see him come into the bank lobby from the drug store? Sam asked. No, but Fisher could have been busy at the time. Then, too, the door between the bank lobby and the store is half hidden by the stairway. If Fisher is at one end of his cigar stand, he can see the store door, but if he's at the other end, he can't. Fact remains, Sam said. Stoll could have got into the bank building from the drug store. That's true. Do you think he and Mrs. Brighton are in love? Sam shook his head. I don't know, but I hardly think so. He's an old family friend, and he's a lot older than she is. All I know is that I've seen them together a few times in her car. Wilkes took off his spectacles and wiped the perspiration from his eyes. It's hot in here with that door shut. Let's open it. Sam stood up and opened the door, relieved to get a chance to move without seeming fidgety. He might as well go. He wasn't getting anywhere talking with Wilkes. When Sam did not seat himself again, Wilkes spoke up. One thing before you go, Sam. If you want to work this case on your own, it's all right with me. I think it's foolish, but I realize how you must feel. We disagree on the basic premise. I think it's suicide, you think it's murder, so maybe you'd better go after it alone. The way I see it, the evidence points to the fact that Wally took his own life. But Doc said he was going to ask for a verdict of by person or persons unknown at the inquest this afternoon. Sure, I know the coroner said that. He's afraid of a suicide verdict, after the way we guessed wrong on that one two years ago. But I can't see Wally's death as anything but suicide. Sam shook his head. No, Wally would never take his own life. A man taking his own life doesn't hold a rosary in his hand. What about that broken rosary? Wilkes stood up and moved over near Brighton, placing a friendly hand on his shoulder. It may look incongruous to you, Sam, but I have to be practical. The two men stood in silence a moment before Wilkes added, If you'd rather try to work it out alone, why don't you take the rest of your vacation? You've got a week coming. You'd have to do it as a private citizen. No police rights, understand? Sam didn't reply at once. What was Wilkes up to, he wondered. Wilkes could play deep when he wanted to. He'd seen him do it a number of times. Was he putting out that Wally committed suicide when all the time he suspected him of murdering his brother? Sam looked at Wilkes and realized that Wilkes was waiting for an answer. Okay, I'll go it alone, but I don't want you to think there's anything personal in what I'm doing, Chief. You're doing your job your way. I'd like to do it mine. I'll take my vacation and work on it. Count your week as from next Tuesday, Sam. Thanks, I'll do that. Sam could see that Wilkes didn't like the decision, but was trying to appear affable about it. Better put in a request for the week's vacation to make it official. End of chapter 9